another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we choose a random subreddit and explore that topic with you for an hour or so. Uh, I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron. And uh, we're going to get started by just chatting a little bit about what we're up to. What are you guys doing lately? Uh, Well, this past week, we got big news in the video game world, (laughs) as Nintendo and Pokemon company international revealed to us the (laughs) starting pokemon for their new upcoming fall release pokemon sun version and pokemon moon version now this is a reboot of the one video game that was made in like the 90s that i remember yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. it's a it's to celebrate the 20th anniversary it was like a spin-off of digimon do you remember digimon (laughs) were they digital monsters wait were they the champions you got it yes you've got it all figured out got it yep i'm on it it's sort of like Monster Rancher, but less good. <laughs> was Monster Rancher the one that, like, you could put CDs in your thing and then it would read them and then make monsters based on the CDs you put in your I'm 100% sure you asked that about Monster Rancher <laughs> last time I made a joke about Monster Rancher. <laughs> and I, 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 cer- I certainly remember that, Jeff, but what was your answer to me then? Yes. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Actually, I think it was the opposite. It was, uh, you said, what was that game where you put CDs in? I actually do remember this now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, so... So, wait, before we go on, can you explain to me why that doesn't make Monster Rancher superior to Pokemon in every way? Uh, That sounds way better. Because it's a technical gimmick that still just gives you a preset monster from a list of monsters. Yeah, that's one more gimmick than Pokemon has. Well, Um, Excuse me, you can pet your Pokemon now and put outfits on them. Yeah, okay, (laughs) so I'm I'm clearly playing the hilarious character Matt Heron from the podcast Seeing Reddit, but in my real life, uh, I've played most of the Pokemon games, but the reason that I don't care about slash hate Pokemon now is because there's so much of that shit in it, like, get a bunch of berries and then put them in a pot and then stir that pot and then no, you get no. a potion that you don't know what the fuck it does. Like You don't what? have to do any of that. But why put all that shit in there? If I wanted to play like Cooking it. Mama, if I wanted to play Cooking Mama, I would buy Cooking Mama, which I did, and I already have it. So I don't want to play Cooking Mama in the middle of my game about enslaving magical creatures. So skip it. Oh, I forgot. You're a completionist about video games. Yes, and it makes yeah. me insane. Oh, yeah. but one thing you did have to do was if you went and played with your uh, Pokemon and fed them and petted them, they did like critical hits more often. Yeah, they yeah. do better in battle. Because I remember spending forever petting a sword <laughs> because <laughs> I knew I could get that sword to do more critical hits if I just did this dumb thing. This sounds like the plot of an amazing samurai movie. <laughs> or I think that's the movie. plot of every samurai movie, actually. <laughs> what do you think they're doing polishing it all the time? <laughs> 
I would actually really love to see a samurai movie where the samurai had a kind of contentious uh, relationship with his sword, and he had to constantly be appeasing it, like, all right, buddy, I know, I know we don't get along, but you and I, we need to work together for this. That would be really fun. I feel like that must exist, because there's so many stories about haunted swords. That's sort of what Vampire Hunter D happens in it. (laughs) What? Please say (laughs) enough words to make that a sentence. (laughs) I'm just going to keep throwing out articles until there's some grammar there. You're doing some kind of predictive text inside your mind. (laughs) (laughs) I love making a sentence out of out of the predictive text uh, because it eventually just ends up looping like the same three prepositions <laughs> by the end. Yep. Mine always turns into like a weird, uh, badly translated, like a K-pop kind of thing that's just meaningless where it's like, I love everyone, everywhere, in the world, fun. <laughs> like it always turns into something like that. <sighs> it's just quoting fun lyrics at you, Louisa. <laughs> Probably. We are young, set the night on fire, I love everyone everywhere. I'm pretty sure that's how that song goes. Yeah, you got it. Okay, so I think it looks like Muramasa made evil swords uh, in Legend. Yeah, that sounds right. I feel like there's probably a movie about somebody wielding one of those evil swords. Wasn't that? Did he make he, the uh, Masa Mune? Did he yeah, make that famous that's sword? a different guy, I think. Oh. No, I think it's him. I think no. it's Nate. Muramasa, uh, his master was Masamune. Oh, and they, okay. they fought to see who could make the best sword. Who yep. won? What was the sword? Was it this uh, sword? I don't feel like reading this entire Wikipedia article. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure Masamune won because he made uh, holy swords and Muramasa made evil swords. Well, also, Masamune made the best sword in Chrono Trigger, which is the best video game. Yay. So, yeah, that is. makes sense. All right, it, tell me about your dumb. Uh, cartoon monsters. Somewhere. Okay, so there's three of them. Uh, one of them is a little round owl with a green leaf bow tie, and his so name is cute. Rowlet, he's and the he's best very one. cute. Uh, another one is a mean cat who has red stripes and is like a yeah. skinny alley cat named Litten, who's the fire type. And then the third one is the best of all. <laughs> nope, he's absolutely <laughs> the pits. It's Everyone a- hates him blue circus seal and it has like a a ruffle around its neck like a circus seal does made out of water and a big red clown nose like how seals balance a ball on their nose when they're in the circus enslaved for our entertainment and he lives in a dumpster and his name is poplio and he's very good (laughs) now can either of you explain to me why this pokemon is any stupider than all of the other pokemon Uh, i cannot because he's very good (laughs) He's not very good. He's bad. He's not cute at all. Uh, I don't know what Louise's damage is, but we were so conflicted about it that me and her and our friend Chris recorded uh, a (laughs) 40-minute long podcast arguing about how uh, good or bad these Pokemon were. Yeah, it was great. And everyone overruled Jeff and agreed that Poplio is trash. Okay, that's... But, like... In what way is he significantly worse than Mr. Mime? Okay, Mr. Mime that is also was bad. Point, that was a point of debate. Mr. Mime <laughs> is easily the worst Pokemon. <laughs> okay. We need to be the worst Pokemon. What about that dumb Pokemon that's an ice cream cone? That's- I love oh, that guy! No, Shut the up! The ice cream cone Shut one is mouth. very good. He's, it's he's so dumb. Best. No, he's awesome. Can't- 
You can't make your fantasy monster be an ice cream cone. That is dumb. You that absolutely make sense. can. It's dumb. He's got ice powers. He's got one happy face and one real dumb face. It's great. But see, look at it this way. That game took place in, like, a fake facsimile America. Fake and facsimile mean the same thing. Shut up. Uh, and so the Pokemon they introduced, uh, one was a sweet treat, and another was a big bag of garbage, and one, another was a pile of gears. One was a cool eat, and one was a sweet treat, I think you'll find, Jeffrey. No. Sure, and another was a uh, Oh, wait, no, eagle. it's hot eats and Yeah, cool exactly. Treats. I was going to say, Damn it. there's a contrast there. Cool eats. Here's your cold hamburger. <laughs> there are cool eats, Louisa. Sandwiches are cool. Sandwiches, sandwiches are... are very cool, and we need to get some sponsorship for Big Sandwich. <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says sandwiches are cool. Sandwiches are so cool, you guys. That is our first piece of merchandise for this podcast. Yes. It's just a t-shirt with a big hoagie on it that says sandwiches are, the letter R, cool. <laughs> I would wear that shirt. (laughs) (laughs) We've alienated Jeff because we stopped talking about pocket monsters. Yeah, pretty much. That's all I ever want to talk about is. But we were talking about big sandwiches, which you love. That's true. Is there a sandwich Pokemon? Uh, not yet. Not yet. Uh, But I I have ten thousand signatures already on my petition. Change.org, dear President Obama, make Nintendo design a sandwich Pokemon. Well, Jeff, I think that's a, that's a subset of your larger petition, which is make a Pokemon of everything, right? Uh, I don't want every single object to be a Pokemon, just all the objects that I like. And <laughs> every noun should be a Pokemon. They've yeah. already now introduced a second one that looks like my cat, so I think that's very good. Wait, your cat can breathe fire? Uh, no, he has ice powers, like Sneasel. Okay. I don't remember that one. Isn't that a weasel, though? That's not a cat. Yeah, but it looks like my cat. Mm. But it's white, isn't it? Is it not white? it's black with big claws. It's from Gold and Silver. You guys should know about those. I didn't play those. I also didn't play those. Whoa, those might be the best. Well, the the remakes are pretty good. Well, okay. I gotta uh, shut down on that. Pokemon is so dumb, Louisa, Louisa, what are you up to this week? I mostly was arguing with people about Poplio online. That's all that I do now. I'm a vigilante for it. <laughs> Professional Poplio arguer. Uh, yeah, I just saw Captain America Winter Soldier that's, like, taken over... No, sorry, not Winter Soldier. They said that in the movie Civil and I got War. confused. Civil War. Yeah, I, I would today. like... To- I would like to point out that Captain America Civil War is much more about the Winter Soldier than Captain America Winter Soldier was. I yeah. don't remember enough to argue on that front. It's I mean, absolutely true. The Winter Soldier uh, was basically the MacGuffin and the villain at the same time in in uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah, but I bet if you counted up again. the... Yeah. I bet if you counted up the screen time for Winter Soldier in Captain America Winter Soldier, it would be one one-thousandth of how much time he's on the screen in Civil War. Yeah, that's true. That movie is more about Hydra. Yeah. Mm, and Hydra, also, uh, spoilers, guys, but Robert Redford is the bad guy in that movie. What? I think no, he's so always the good guy, though. <laughs> yeah. How could, how, could he, how could he possibly <laughs> be the bad guy? 
Yeah, but he is. So, <laughs> like, I don't know. What exactly does the Winter Soldier do in the movie that is about, that is titularly about him? He's uh, sad and he punches things. He goes to the museum. Captain America <laughs> is in love with him. Okay, I should have phrased this in a way that wasn't going to elicit stupid answers. <laughs> That's uh, not possible. My answer was uh, legitimate. No, hang on. I didn't say what, a single untrue thing. What did Winter Soldier do to help the plot in the movie about him? Uh, he made Captain America doubt himself and his sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> he kept that's all away. subtext, Jeff. You can't. That's not plot <laughs> significance. That's subtext. I will say in Civil War, it's barely subtext. It's like <laughs> yes, exactly. I could see you making that plot point about Civil War, but that just supports my point. It's so crazy. Like how there must be like two or three people at Marvel and Disney who are like. Guys, I know, but they can't kiss in the movie. <laughs> because everything about it is like, you can't hurt my friend. We're just good friends. Okay, a quick spoiler warning for uh, Captain America Civil War, although I don't think we're going get to get any plot stuff based on what I'm about to say, but I don't know about the others. Anyway, did you see that part where he kisses that nurse that used to live across the hall from him, and he, like, kisses her and then immediately looks Bucky in the eye? Like, (laughs) (laughs) it's almost like he's being like, this is a surrogate for you, buddy. (laughs) This is what I'm supposed to do, right? (laughs) Boys like girls? (laughs) Yeah. It's like, and when Bucky's being, uh, he's being, like, interrogated by a bad guy, and the bad guy's like, hey, what's your name? And instead of saying, oh, James Buchanan Barnes, he says, my name is Bucky, because that's what Steve calls him. (laughs) He's, like, so obsessed with Steve that even his name is, like, no, I'll only go by the name that, that my good friend Steve Rogers calls me. It would be kind of, like, I would be totally on board with them just being in love with each other if it weren't for the fact that Captain America is so, like, vocal about having been in love with Peggy Carter, which is a fine relationship or whatever, but, like, is there anything worse than Captain America being a closeted homosexual? Like, that just seems creepy to me. But he he knew both of them at the same time. I mean, yeah. I guess he could be Polly, but I don't know. He's not. I mean, he's not. <laughs> yeah, his he, whole thing seems to be like he would... He's like Don Quixote. Like, he would hold up the ideals of, like, monogamy and everything. And even if he didn't, like, he could be Polly by being with both of them, but instead he was with neither of them, but kind of saying he was with Peggy and absolutely vehemently denying that he was in love with his friend who he was clearly in love with. So, uh, Captain America hasn't ever had sex in this movie continuity yet, right? Right. Is that true? No, yeah. I don't no, think that's, that's true. true. Yeah, that's who, true. Who would he have had sex with besides Bucky? Well, I don't, I mean, obviously it's not shown explicitly on screen, but they talk about it in the car when he and, um, uh, Black Widow are driving up to that abandoned no, military no, no. base. She kisses him and she says that the first kiss you've had since 1945 or something. Yeah, but then she says, "What do you have a lot of experience with girls? And he says something uh, euphemistic like, 
You know, I've definitely... <laughs> girls, I definitely like girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I've played a few rounds of baseball, if you know what I mean, or whatever the 40s euphemism is for doing it, but... <laughs> Uh, I guess yeah, before he got it. sexy, he could have be he could have boned down, but yeah, he probably had like pity sex with uh, with Jenna Coleman after that weird thing at the World's Fair. Yeah, there were probably some like orphans and stuff hanging around. No, well, I don't believe it because he's always the type of guy who would be the type of guy who is so like idealistic that he'd be like, "No, I'm going to fall in love and get married, and then I'll have sex." That's not really true, though. That's You're projecting that onto him. Like, he talks about dancing with dames and stuff before he gets made into a superhero. Yeah, he talks about it in, like, a tough guy way, and then he's like, I'm sorry, I don't really mean it. <laughs> he did say that! <laughs> in the first Avengers, he's also, like, he basically says, Ah, oh, my god ain't no fruitcake. Like, when someone calls <laughs> Thor and Loki gods, he's like, There's only one god, and he doesn't dress like that. Yeah, I don't like Steve Rogers trying to tell Jesus how he can dress. He can dress any way he wants. He's he's like super god or whatever. Maybe he's like a Zoroastrian or something. When is Jesus going to be joining the team? <laughs> so, Matt, what have you been up to on the internet? Well, uh, it was my birthday last week. And Happy birthday! Happy we already birthday. did that. No, we did that already. It's done. <laughs> okay. Also, this is going to be coming out in, like, a month, so no one's going to know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, um, but, so, I got a birthday present for myself. Uh, I bought Rock Band 4. Yeah! Which I had not played Rock Band in quite some time, um, but I got Rock Band 4, and I have, like, been playing it a little bit. Um, but I was playing it for a while, and the new career mode is so much better than any of the previous career modes. It's crazy how much better it is. I don't know why they ever did anything other than what they're doing now, which is fantastic. Um, <clears throat> which, if anyone doesn't know, basically when you play shows, instead of picking the songs that you play, you get prompts where it's like, would you rather play a song from 1987 or yeah. a song with a female vocalist? And then you choose one, and then it makes you play whichever one pops up. So, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's it's, cute. I like that. It's way more fun. Um, but things kept on coming up, and it was like the same songs over and over again. And I'm like, what's going on? Like, did I do something wrong? And then I realized that it had not yet imported all of the downloaded songs I had from the previous <laughs> games. So then I hit go, and then it's like, downloading 172 <laughs> songs. So, yeah, I, I that was like six hours ago, and I should be able to play again soon. <laughs> I'm hesitant to play uh, Rock Band 4. I mean, I don't have any of the systems it's on. I'd have to buy an Xbox One if I wanted to use my DLC, but uh, I feel like my transfer process would take days because I have, like, 500 DLC songs. Yeah, plus there's no way to just be like, get all of my previous songs. You have to go through the list and then find the ones that say purchased and then download them. I don't know why they didn't just make it a button. Hopefully by the time I uh, am filthy rich from podcast money uh, and can <laughs> afford an Xbox One, they'll have fixed that problem. So fans, send Jeff an Xbox One, and then he and I can play Rock Band uh, over the network together. Yeah, if for some reason you actually want to do that, like, don't spend $500 on me, but like... If you work for a company and you have an Xbox One that you don't want, uh, DM me. I'll give you my address. <laughs> <laughs> you 
Yeah, that's gonna work. But Someone's not gonna come over and kill you. You will have to send a picture of yourself uh, holding up the three fingers like the Boy, Sa- Boy Scout salute and uh, promising that you're not gonna decapitate Jeff. Yeah, you have to promise <laughs> not to kill me. <laughs> but but for real, guys, seriously not. Like, I, I know that it sounds like we're joking, but don't decapitate Jeff. Really. Yeah, 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 I really don't want my head chopped off. The only thing I ever liked in Rock Band was the singing, and I'm not good at it, of course. But uh, no I don't understand. Be honest, no one's good at it. <laughs> I don't understand how you guys would play like remotely with each other. That sounds kind of boring and awful. Yeah, Am I probably. Wrong? <laughs> yeah, I don't really know how that would work either. That's kind of why I want to try it. It seems like it would just be both of us coincidentally playing the same song, <laughs> but in different rooms and not knowing how the other ones get doing. Yeah, we can't even get this, like, low-grade audio to be at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, in the same room, I've never seen anybody be able to get the same note as another person playing the same thing at the same time. Actually, back in college, Jeff and I used to do rock band parties with a bunch of our friends, and we got really, like, disturbingly good. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. We well yeah we beat the the first rock band on like hard expert mode yeah hmm. we beat rock band one on expert mode like two weeks after I bought it uh, it was me Jeff and our friend Holly and we stayed up until like five thirty in the morning just playing all the way through it yeah and that game had a huge problem of only having like thirty songs in it so we had to play. Uh, what was it? Highway Star by Deep Purple over and over? Or Should yeah. I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash? Those ones were ones that we had to play over and over because they were very hard. But the one that we had to literally hack the game to beat by, like, taking the drum pedal off of the drums and then giving it to the singer so that they could <laughs> click it with their hands. Because it was so run difficult. Run to the Hills. Was Run to the Hills. That song, the drums, are mind-boggling. There's actually a... A thing in the rock band community where playing uh, Run to the Hills on hard is harder than expert because you have to, like, not hit the notes in between, which is harder to do than just doing, like, a constant drum roll. Yeah, I was playing, <laughs> um, oh, what song was it? Uh, oh no, this is only going to get me mocked, but I'm remembering now that this song is, uh... Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> uh, no, I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, that song is legitimately very good. But anyway, I was playing that song, and I was playing it on hard instead of expert, because I'm kind of trying to get back into it. And, uh, like, it just, instead of just making the keys presses easier or whatever, they just cut out some notes. So then I want to yeah. play those notes, because I can hear them <laughs> happening in the song. But there's you're not allowed to play them. Yeah, then yeah, you have to not they, do it. They haven't yeah. quite figured out the game mechanics of like ramping up the difficulty. Yeah, that's true. Although the new uh, guitar solo option in, in Rock Band Four is really fun, because like in the old one, it would just be like guitar solo, and then it would continue the exact same gameplay. But now the guitar solo, there's like uh, four different types of solo, and you can like play your own notes, whatever you want, and you just have to match the rhythm and stuff, so it's like legitimately you're playing a song. Hmm. It's really fun. Okay, so um, I hit the random button, and I've sent it to you guys. Yeah, I saw that. (laughs) I saw that a while ago. (laughs) This week, well, I was, I wanted to make sure I had it uh, at at the right moment. Um, And we are at... 
Oh boy. R slash graphic underscore design. <laughs> and it is surprisingly dull to look at. Yeah, it's very minimal. <laughs> I guess what they're going for is a pleasing font. It's fine. Yeah, like well, it's it's better than the default Reddit site, but it's just kinda like eh. Yeah, it's is it, Reddit is graphic it, design. Isn't this the the trend in graphic design since like the late eighties though of lots of blank white space and very minimalistic uh icons and stuff like that. Uh yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's the the Apple aesthetic. Yeah. It started catching on especially in the past like 15 20 years. Um and uh it's boring. Well, it's funny you should say that cuz the font for Reddit graphic design doesn't really remind me of Apple, but it definitely reminds me of Crate and Barrel. Yeah. Do you guys remember when the Crate and Barrel like blocky sans, I don't know what font this is, letters, like, just kind of took over, and they were everywhere on every store, and t-shirts and everything. Yeah, is that every... Helvetica? Is that Helvetica? Mm, I probably. couldn't tell you. I don't know enough about it. I watched that documentary about Helvetica, which was more interesting than you'd think it was, but I cannot remember anything that happens in it, so I guess it wasn't as interesting as I remember it being. <laughs> Great story. Yeah. Yeah, every store logo in the world looks like this Reddit graphic design header. Mm-hmm. It's just plain text, no spaces, where one word is a different color. The problem with this kind of graphic design is that I agree with Jeff that it is very boring, and then if I'm talking to someone who's in, like, marketing or graphic design, and I say, hey, this is very boring, their response is, no, 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 you don't understand. This is actually very elegant. And I want to say, well, okay, but if I need to have a degree in graphic design to think this is good, then isn't it not good? (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. the that's the weird thing about uh, graphic designers in general is they don't understand that their work needs to speak to normal people who don't know anything about graphic design. Yep. That's yep. the point of advertising. They need to pander to as plebs. <laughs> that's exactly. why I always use Comic Sans, because everyone loves it the best. <laughs> I like Joker, personally. <laughs> Joker Man, yeah, also good. Curls, another good one. Yep. Wing dings. <laughs> that makes it a little hard to understand what's being said. I'm okay well, with that. Luckily, Jeff mainly communicates with Qberts, so it works. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't get enough of them. Uh, that that proboscis that he has on his face. Yeah, Gross. Jeff. Can we not talk about fucking Qbert this episode? Sorry, is this not our our Pixels review podcast? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've talked about, talked about fucking Hubert too many times already. <laughs> yes. Yep. Uh, okay, so I want to read the sidebar for this. Do Graphic it. design, it, it says, news, inspiration, theory, and resources for visual communicators, including logo and identity design, print design, books, magazines, brochures, posters, commercial illustration and iconography, signs and infographics, branding and advertising, motion graphics and kinetic typography, and self-posts and discussions on graphic design theory, groundbreaking and contemporary graphic design, examples of great high-profile design, examples of poor high-profile design, history of graphic design and print, tips and techniques, design movements and trends, technology, digital or craft, professionalism in design, including careers or legal concerns. All that was very boring. Yes, yeah, I, I stopped uh, listening almost instantly. I really wanted to make a fart sound the whole time we were doing that. 
And the trouble is, when we clicked on this page, I was like, I'm not sure if this is about uh, illustrations or, like, typography. And reading that sidebar, I'm still not sure. Uh, graphic design these days is almost exclusively about typography because illustrators do not uh, get work anymore. Yeah, no one has respect for visual artists anymore. So I would like to point out how great it is that the top post of all time on this board is titled In Defense of Steve Harvey. Yeah, I was just looking at that. I want to see what now, in the world this is. No, no, don't do it because it's so much better if you don't know what it's in reference to. I'd like As... to just say before we get into that, because I do want to get into that, <laughs> that when I open the page, the first one, you know, right now, the, the hot topic is... Happy with how minimalistic my business cards turn yes, out. Yes, I saw I that too. And I think this is a sign that Jeff needs to get those business cards. Yes. So before the podcast began, we were talking <laughs> about how great the phrase Hail Hydra is as a punctuation for everything. Uh, yes. And I really want Jeff to get a, uh, a set of business cards made up that is all white space with tiny font in the middle in all caps in Helvetica saying Hail Hydra to just hand out to people. Do it, Jeff. You should do it. Eh, uh, I don't like guerrilla comedy. <laughs> I'm not an improv everywhere actor. What if it says Hail Hydra on one side and then there's a picture of a gorilla on the other side? Uh, I'm not sure if that improves or <laughs> makes it worse. I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. I was looking at that Steve Harvey post. Wait, yeah. you were the one who made us talk about that joke I made before the podcast, which was not as funny in the retelling. It's unparsable. <laughs> The whole, this whole thing, I'm like, in defense of Steve Harvey, sure, and then they're redesigned like, yeah, it doesn't take a genius to redesign that thing. So I guess Steve Harvey hosted Miss America? Is that no, announced, no, you dummy. You don't remember He announced story? the wrong Miss Universe like six months ago. Yeah. Okay, I don't care. <laughs> but you yeah, didn't nobody hear cares. about it? Nobody in the universe cares because How is this the top post then? <laughs> 4,449 people like this for some ungodly reason. Well, it was topical at the time, and everyone was probably like, yeah, you're right, it's not his fault. Because it's a bunch of graphic designers jerking each other off. (laughs) Oh, gross. But also... (laughs) Figuratively. (laughs) You know, if anyone could illustrate that, it's them, though. That's the scary part. (laughs) Let's say, for the argument's sake, that... Uh, that this does exonerate Steve Harvey for this particular thing. Is that still an accurate defense of Steve Harvey as a person? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, of I don't know. He wears those suits with too many buttons. That's pretty cool. Is that cool? I really like the faces he makes when people I don't. Uh, I was give just sexy say, answers on family. No. That's the thing that's the worst. Yeah, that's what? one. That's one step up from doing like a Punch and Judy show. Yeah, that's not comedy. If someone's like, I don't know, Fanny, and then he like mugs at the <laughs> camera for thirty seconds, that's not a joke. That's literally the kind of jokes that they. Well, okay, first of all, that is literally the formula of the match game. There's. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing that separates that from the from the 1970s match game, but also Which is what very about good. Nipsey Russell? Yeah, come on. Okay, but the match game was good, but that's because <laughs> they focused much more on the celebrities making uh, off-color jokes than on the reaction. That what was yes. that guy's name? Oh, the I host? can't remember. Kissy microphone guy. No, nope. not that guy. No, he was, was a, a he was a panelist. Guy. He wasn't the host. There was one host of game shows in the 70s and it's all the same guy 
It was, it, yes, you're right, but it wasn't the guy who hosted Family Feud at the time. Anyway. I can't tell the difference. Anyway, Steve Harvey mugging to the audience. Makes Gene Rayburn. Punch. Yes, I remembered there it is. I remembered it. All right. Uh, but when, whenever Steve Harvey mugs at the, the screen, it makes me want to punch my computer. It makes me so angry. <laughs> I'm a big fan. No. Why? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Defend Steve Harvey. <laughs> yeah, uh, where's well, you your see... in defense of Steve Harvey? The okay, font, guys, the I'm calling... too small in the winner. <laughs> I'm calling this court to order, everyone. All right, so Jeff, you will be in defense of Steve Harvey. Louisa, okay. you will be prosecuting Steve Harvey. Yep. All right, the make crime, your opening statement. The crime he is accused of is uh, being a terrible performer. Louisa, opening statements. My... Don't forget to edit in a gavel noise. <laughs> oh, yeah, gavel, gavel, gavel. <laughs> Settle down, everyone. Settle down, gavels. <laughs> My this whole damn colleague. court's out of order. Uh, 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 excuse me, will the defense attorney please let the prosecutor make her opening statement? <laughs> yeah, 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 go for it. My esteemed colleague would have you believe that Steve Harvey is good, but in fact he is bad, and he lives in the garbage with Poplio. Thank you. <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> gavel, gavel, gavel. J- okay, uh, defense opening statements. Uh, Louise is an idiot, and I hate her. Boo! And... Objection. Uh, uh, <laughs> you can't allow to an opening statement. <laughs> gavel, 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 gavel. I will make the the rulings in this court. Thank you. I'm going to allow Jeff to continue. I want to see where he goes with this. I'd like to call my first witness. It's Louisa's Twitter, where she tweets about how much she hates everyone. Uh, okay, well, I hadn't really gone on to a calling witnesses yet, and also the prosecution gets to go first. But uh, no, I will but I allow it. it okay. but I no, will this allow witness it. was not disclosed in uh, <laughs> the pre-trial information. I will, have, I will have order. In my court. <laughs> Will you? Maybe. If I, I yell loud enough. I quit. Steve Harvey has to defend himself. <laughs> All right, Steve Yay, Harvey, I you win. are called to the stand. Oh. All right. Uh, 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 judge, may I have a sidebar? Um, may I have a sidebar, please? Yes. All right, approach the bench. Judge. Judge. Yes. Yes. Hail Hydra. Oh, okay. Uh, the, the prosecution wins. Yeah! No, wait! Oh, yes. that's wait, how, what? No, hold that's on. That's how court things end, right? Also Hail Hydra. <laughs> oh, damn it! <laughs> oh, wait, we're on the same side. Hail Double Hydra. Uh-oh. <laughs> okay, the defense wins. He's off. Yeah, hooray! <laughs> we are doing such a great job of writing the next Avengers movie. <laughs> Steve Harvey is the villain. <laughs> He's brought in for his war crimes in Sokovia. <laughs> okay, wait, Jeff. I have a very important question for you. If Steve Harvey was going to play a character from the Marvel Universe, who would it be go? Uh, well, I have been a big proponent of them introducing Nick Fury's grandfather and having it be um, David Hasselhoff, who played Nick Fury in that like bad 90s movie. Oh, yeah. And I think that would be fun, but Agent Carter got cancelled. Uh, but also, I'm willing to settle and have Steve Harvey play Nick Fury's uh, Cold War era grandpa, Nick Fury Sr. Okay, add on to that question, Louisa, if uh, Steve Harvey was a Pokemon, which one would he be go? Uh, he would be Snorlax. Yep, you're both Doug, right. Doug Trio. 
<laughs> oh no, Doug Trio. There's three of them. <laughs> yeah, that would be. It's just three Steve Harvey heads poking oh, up gross. out of the ground. <laughs> I'm going to see this in my nightmares now. Okay, someone Photoshop that, please, no. for the no, love of God. If there's if there's any good in this world, we will get somebody to Photoshop that for us. <laughs> oh. Man, Louisa, this Reddit is terrible. <laughs> Louisa, when you sent me your very well graphically designed uh, image that you made of Ted Cruz's Zodiac Chillers. Yeah, uh, I will put that week, up when that episode comes out this week. Yes. Um, <laughs> when you sent that to me, I for one second was excited because I thought maybe one of our fans had got, had cared enough about our show to make a thing. Which Shouldn't clearly you be glad is that not I true. care enough about our show to make such a thing? <laughs> I would no. hope that was the baseline for being on the show well now you're pleasantly surprised (laughs) (laughs) i actually found a pretty good tip from one of these posts it's the third highest post of all time with less than half as many likes as the stupid steve harvey one uh and it is how to make a, a color palette from any image and i think that's pretty cool wait it's got it hmm in the top of all time that's not what i'm seeing Number three, top of all time. Saw this as a text post a while back. Oh, okay. Uh, And it's a picture of the sun on the left and, like, uh, just, like, ten different colors on the right. Hmm. You just uh, filter, pixelate, crystallize, uh, and it does that. I think that's pretty cool. I think that's a useful tip for a graphic designer looking for a color palette. That is cool. Or if you ever want to do, like, like I have a painting I really love of a, a mermaid and a sailor. And I always thought it'd be really cool to put that in a bathroom, and then you could have the bathroom be all the colors from the painting. Well, that would be cute. Yep. You just graphic designed your bathroom. <laughs> I did. You should post about it on the. If only, <laughs> if only there was a word for graphically designing <laughs> the interior of your home. If only we'd covered some kind of interior yeah, design Reddit I already. Bet, I bet if Sweden had some kind of uh, uh, graphic design for interiors, it would make a very interesting episode of a podcast to talk about it. Yep. Yeah. That's good. That's we sub- can viral market our own podcast in our podcast. <laughs> yes. That subreddit was way better than this subreddit. <laughs> yeah, this subreddit, this subreddit is subreddit so, so boring, though. <laughs> Like, I thought the top of all time would be a bunch of cool pictures of, like, minimalist ads and stuff. We did have that really hilarious trial of Steve Harvey, though, so we got something out of it. (laughs) Well, we're great. (laughs) No matter what we get, we're gonna turn out solid gold. (laughs) But looking at these pictures, it's just... (laughs) I don't know, I like like the graphics for um, companies that they like. Like, they like the Australian winery Jacob's Creek logo. And they I just clicked that on that. That is a pretty good logo. Yeah, that is good. There's a great post on here that says, I've waited my entire life for this request. And here is, it's a, just a picture of a text message conversation. And the, the question being asked is, <laughs> just hypothetically, how hard would it be to hide a cock in my logo slash cards? You know, if it was possible, just a line drawn one, not like a real one. I love, not only do I love that this person wants to hide a cock in their logo, which is hilarious, but they had, they felt they needed to specify, I don't want you to cut off a human being's penis and, like, glue it to the logo that you're designing for me. 
I'm just imagining a logo for like FedEx where it just says FedEx in that big font, but then in there is a tiny little Photoshop because he says, oh, it doesn't have to be real. It can be a fake drawn one. Like a Photoshop with a tiny penis in there. (laughs) I would love if like the USPS logo and like the the negative space just formed a perfect cock and balls. I was imagining when you said FedEx that the ar- that the letters oh, the were arrow. shaped so that arrow would be a wiener. And That's yeah, the thing exactly. you need someone to Photoshop for <laughs> Exactly. Us. I don't know that that would be possible. That would be very difficult to do. Uh, don't discount our fans. They're very good. <laughs> They're very busy, though, and the, so they don't actually do with the thing. I like, I, to first... think our, I like to think our fans are already working on hiding penises in designs for things. <laughs> yeah. and this would just be a bonus. Yes. I when think... I... F- I think we have some graphic designer listeners, and they are probably are all doing that all the time, because this seems like a very boring job. <laughs> when I first read this image, I thought he was asking, like, hey, I'm nude in my headshot, would you be able to fix that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, hide my cock with, yeah. with a logo. <laughs> Like, can you obfuscate the fact that I only have a sh- shirt and tie on and no pants? The whoops, like, once you get professional headshots taken, and I wasn't wearing any pants or underwear. Oops. Like, airbrush. Like, airbrush a suit onto him in Photoshop. I'm imagining an MS paint uh, set of pants now. No, no, but, but with- I, I still want the legs to be showing. <laughs> but with a, with a very well, like very high definition picture of his face and head, but then just a photo, like a, a MS paint line drawing suit over his body. Perfect, I love it. Uh, uh, maybe this subreddit's not so bad after all. I want to look at the controversial posts. I bet there's some good meat there. Mm, no. This, okay, I think like, you know how all of art is about reactions and then reactions to reactions and so on onto into infinity? Sorry, I was writing down FedEx penis on a piece of paper, so I don't forget about it. <laughs> Go on. What are you saying? You know how all of art is, like, reactions to reactions to reactions to things, like swinging back and forth? Okay. Like sure. Like, realism and then, like, anti-realism and then back into realism again and all that stuff. Yep. Um, so, like, I guess this is the pendulum swinging very far away from, like, old-timey, super curly fonts and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Is it... How much longer do we have to deal with this bullshit before we can get back to those curly fonts? Because those are awesome. Well, here's the thing, though. I think nowadays uh, people communicate, are able to communicate with so many more people via the internet. And, like, fads, everyone doesn't always feel the same way at the same time. I feel like we're getting this minimalism and we're still getting the fancy hand-lettered, you know, italics and, uh, like, chalkboard writing. Like, we're getting all of it at the same time. That's true. Yeah, the the new podcast by the guys who do Stop Podcasting Yourself, our debut album, the logo Mm -hmm. for that is sort of that old-timey, and it looks really, really good. It's really amazing. Yeah, Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I like it too. I guess that was maybe a few years ago when, like, the Brooklyn handmade artisanal pickles and stuff, when that was going on. It's kind of from then, maybe? Yeah. Um, that's still going on. Yeah. That's the thing. It's all still going on. <laughs> so, yeah. have we evolved as a society beyond, uh, like, 
fads and now everything is just always happening all at once and it's a horrible nightmare. I feel like it just turns over a lot quicker. Mm. Like major companies, major magazines, like they'll all kind of shift towards the same thing because it's more popular, but then they'll shift to something else quicker. I don't know that that's true because I would like to remind you of a little artist named Carly Rae Jepsen Uh that I feel like we talked about earlier in this episode (laughs) because that song was popular for a really fucking long time. (laughs) Well, that's true, but not as long as songs have been in decades past. (laughs) I'm I'm excited that that's going to be the song at the end of this episode now. Yeah, it kind of has to be, doesn't it? Well, I also did that We Are Young song by Fun earlier, which was in contention, but now that we've mentioned Carly Rae Jepsen twice, three times... It's Jepsen? Uh, You're saying Jepsen? No, Jepsen with an N. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're saying Jepsen. I'm not. You were. (laughs) Now you're pretending you're not. Fight about it. (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like I would be the one to know. Mm, I don't think so. I think you'd play it off. I'm going to throw you out of my courtroom, Louisa. <laughs> oh, but... Hey, Hydra. No. Oh, okay, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, he never dismissed... We never went to recess. This is still the trial. No, he said yeah, the I prosecution know. won. He ended the trial with that. The prosecution but wins. But then he said the defense won. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, no. I haven't called in the bailiff yet to escort people out of... Steve Harvey is still sitting yeah, in this witness here? box that's silently. Weird. He's waiting for questions. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot to say, guys, we're recording this from a courtroom today. <laughs> from my courtroom, specifically. Uh-oh. I am a judge. Yeah, Matt had one built. <laughs> yep. And he's an internet judge Tur- now. You turns can become out, an internet judge, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Turns out you could just call yourself a judge. <laughs> like yeah. Judge Reinhold does? I yeah, read my case. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's no governing board. I mean, like, you're not allowed to actually do anything, but you can call yourself a judge all you want, and if you build a court, like... You can do stuff in there. You can freelance judge in there. Yeah. That's all you right. need. You don't even need a business license. Yeah, no one has to know. <laughs> That's the motto for your business. Matt's yep. official courtroom trials. No one has to know. Okay. Keep it a secret. <laughs> this is a very funny joke, but also, <laughs> our podcast is basically just us judging things. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, that is what we do. This is really just a, a freelance judging podcast more than anything else. That's what we do in life as well, not just on the podcast. That's true. I mean, us specifically. We're very negative and we judge things harshly. No, I like everything. Jeff likes everything, but <laughs> I yeah, know but you and me, man. <laughs> Jeff Jeff likes everything, but also knows that it's terrible. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Gotcha there. I, um... I'm looking at the controversial posts, and one of them is a Breaking Bad poster, and someone just took one of the Breaking Bad posters and ruined it with Photoshop filters. Oh man, I found an amazing post that is somebody redesigned US dollars, uh, like, as a proposed different way that our currency can be, and it's so good. Where are you looking at? I want to see it. Send it to me. Uh, hold on. Okay, copy. What'd you go under? Paste. Go. I sent the link oh, in the... hell yeah. Okay. Okay. The $10 bill has a Buckminster Fullerene on it. A what? A Buckminster Fullerene. You may know. know. You may know them as Buckyballs. They were the main character in the most recent Captain America film. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. he had an arm made of little uh, shotgun pellets that he hit people with. 
Yep. Is that what a buckyball is? Huh. Yeah, a buckyball is like uh well a Buckminster Fullerene specifically is a hybridization of carbon where it makes a bunch of little triangles that form a perfect sphere. Here's what I don't like about this money. It looks just like Euros, right? Uh, I like that it's mostly black and white with just a splash of color, which I know is never going to happen because we are very into green for our money, but I like it. Mm. I actually don't like that it's white by default. Yeah. But I do like oh, that Oh, because of racism? Are... Is it for race reasons? <laughs> yeah. Okay. No, it's, uh, because I feel like it's going to get way dirtier easier. Yeah, dirty. That's true. Dirt... Also, I like that they are variable length. Yeah, that's the that's the main thing. I cannot believe that money in the United States is all the same size still. What are we living in the dark ages? We're still making pennies, so there's plenty of things wrong oh, with the US Treasury. America, get your shit together. <laughs> One, I think it's fine to make pennies. No, Two, you're wrong. I didn't I you're didn't know wrong. any money was different sizes anywhere else. Everywhere else is different sizes so that blind people can still participate in this the culture. Oh, I remember that scene in Ray. Oh, uh, yeah, he had to get paid yeah. in ones. And the guy's like 5, 10, 15, and then someone beats him up for trying to trick a blind person. Well, that's good, but yeah. still. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, uh, I like pennies. I no, think they're fine. No, they cost more than a penny to make. This is nonsense. What is the... Well, be- wait, Jeff, are you in the pocket of the zinc conglomerates? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. <laughs> That's the only time that I can understand anyone defending pennies because they are so dumb. There's no... Like, if... uh, Money is already such an abstraction. Why... It seems foolish to just get rid of the ones place entirely. No, it doesn't because they cost more than a penny to make. Like, that's all that anyone needs to say. Then we just need to make them cheaper. Jeff, we used to have half pennies and then they got rid of those. Does that freak you out? Burn. Burn on you, Jeff. Not really. It used to go to three decimal places and now it only goes to two. Uh, (laughs) Got you there. Got you there. I I guess. Got him, got him, got him. Yeah, and and Jeff... It still would go to like fives. And Jeff, important point: you would not be able to have the plot of Superman two if uh, if they hadn't gotten rid of those half pennies. Superman three. Superman three. Uh, but also, uh, if we have to get if we get rid of the penny, we also have to get rid of the nickel if we're just getting rid of a decimal place. No, you can fine. still have fives. That's still two decimal places. Yeah, I know, but so I'm we saying have to get down to fives. Yeah. Instead of going down to ones, it only goes five, it rounds up to the nearest five. We're already doing this, Jeff. We're already rounding in our money. We would just round more. Canada did this like two years ago and they're still functioning. Yeah, and no one even noticed. (laughs) I don't know. I just think that it's... Jeff, you're part uh, of the problem. It's such a silly thing to solve inflation by eliminating currency or printing more currency because none of it's tied to actual wealth we can just all agree that the money is worth a different amount and then it will be however to louisa's earlier point the actual cost in labor and like materials to produce a penny is more than the value of a penny so that is a real thing that is not that is not an abstraction. You're all about logic over tradition. Like, get rid of traditions if they're bullshit. Well, this is a t- bullshit tradition. 
Is that something that I'm all about? Yeah. When people Wait, are I like, thought you were all about that base, Jeff. <laughs> oh, You've no. lied to me this whole time. <laughs> I've always been all about that base. Everyone knows that. <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> uh, graphic design, probably. I really put a penny on the tracks of that conversation with my all about that base <laughs> reference. You did, and you flipped the train and everybody died. Yep. I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Uh, I'm reading a Tumblr post that was posted on the graphic design subreddit where a graphic designer had a piece of work of theirs stolen by Urban Outfitters and put on a $60 skirt. Yeah, I've heard that a lot about Urban Outfitters. Urban Outfitters does that a lot because I guess someone who works there is like, well, it's on the internet. Nobody owns it. Yep. Uh, It's a shame. Wait, this show is on the internet. Do we not own it? Oh no, we're gonna see. We're gonna see our our sandwiches are cool shirt showing up at the Oh no! You know uh, what? I guarantee that they have one already. <laughs> I really want Urban Outfitters to make a shirt that just has the waveform of an episode of this podcast on it. <laughs> well, if we make it after they've already made it, we are taking back from the man, and we're the heroes. Mm, what? <laughs> See how we're the heroes in this one? What is the it in that sentence? Uh, prestige for having a cool shirt. <laughs> the respect that comes with being shirt designers. <laughs> money. <laughs> Probably money. No pennies. Oh, oh wait. Now Absolutely I'm on board. no pennies. Money. <laughs> Lots of money, for sure. Yes. I'm on board for money. At least enough money to buy Jeff an Xbox One. Hooray. Uh, I... I'm still stuck up about these pennies. <laughs> what? I don't understand, though. Why you gotta be so stuck up, Jeff? I, I don't know. I'm a, you're an uptown girl living in an upscale world. Ooh, someone redesigned the Smashburger logo. I want to look at that because it looks too much like the GameStop logo. As oh, I was so Ugh. hoping you were going to say Smash Mouth logo. <laughs> they did a bad job. It looks very bad. <laughs> Is it called Smashburger? I don't see this post. Uh, It says... It's in most controversial links. It's number eight, and it says Smashburger logo redesign. You've got it. Oh, that is terrible. the The words are fine, but the the big blocky uh, <laughs> MS Paint rectangle tool burger that they made is awful. It looks like it the is. fictional burger restaurant where Hello Kitty eats. That's what this looks like. <laughs> is that yeah, supposed to be burger. a tomato? The red thing with the black dots on it. That, that is like watermelon. watermelon? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, it is watermelon. Yes, obviously. <laughs> For the summertime Just melon like, burger. <laughs> look, this is clearly a picture of uh, a cinder block on top of a watermelon, <laughs> on top of a caterpillar, uh, on oh. top of a lightning bolt, on top of some kind of uh, brown strip. Uh, the joke is over. <laughs> I thought that red part was the beef patty. <laughs> Gross. Until I noticed that there's a brown part. <laughs> Jeff, you've been making patty. your burgers so wrong. <laughs> Uh, no, I just have gotten a lot of vicious food poisoning at Smashburger. Is there a reason... Oh, that's sad. Is there... No, that's also not true. Okay, good. <laughs> Is there a reason why we put the meat on the bottom in burgers and put toppings on top of it instead of meat on top and then toppings below? Because we... I don't think you want all of the uh, burger juices soggying yeah. up the lettuce and stuff. And uh, also, if you're making burgers for a lot of people, or like in a diner or something, you're going to put that on the bun first, and then top it with different toppings. That too. 
Why? Because you're going to do it in the lineup. Like, you're going to grill all the burgers, put them all on buns, and then be like, I guess you could put them on the top bun. This person gets onion rings. Yeah, you could just take your bun and then put all the toppings on it and then put it next to the grill waiting for the burger to go on it. Oh, you know what? You don't want it to be top heavy. What? What? How would that make a difference? A burger sitting on a plate if it has a lot of top. Like, when the presentation at a restaurant, it's usually stacked and you have to, like, squish it down. It'll fall over if the burger is the top thing in the stack. Okay, so you're saying that my dream of making a pineapple upside down burger is never going to come to fruition. It could, but uh, you'd have to figure out a good way to balance it, or uh, just it would just be a burger with a pineapple under it. <laughs> that would be okay, because pineapple is very structurally sound, and they make an excellent pineapple burger at uh, Red Robin. What if I put a tiny scaffolding next to it to hold it up? That'd be Only if cute. it has a little man on it. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Red Robin the other day. They have a ramen noodle <laughs> bun burger now. What is that what? about? That doesn't make any That's sense. That's a weird trend. Yeah. I don't like it. Was the noodles, like, uh, soft like they'd been cooked first, or were they, like, dried and crunchy? <laughs> they I, can't be dried and crunchy. <laughs> I clearly didn't get it, but it, the picture looked, like, dried and crunchy. Sorry, well, Louisa. No, no. I bet... That's insane if you think about it for even a second. So I bet what they do is they cook it so they're soft, and then they grill it, like, in a little mold so it gets all crunchy and fried around the outside. Yeah, Probably. I think they deep fried it at some point in the process for sure. Mm. That seems likely. Yeah. I um, I I there's always these like uh, weird regional McDonald's things legends. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things was the Aloha Burger, which instead of a burger patty had a slice of pineapple on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a weird like Hawaii exclusive one from the 70s or something. Yeah, and then it went up to the ridge to make out but then there was a scratching on the door and when it opened it, there was a hook murderer out there. <laughs> that is wrong. Everything about that urban legend is wrong. I know. Yeah. I know. It's really disturbing how wrong no. it is. And then the, the burger turned on the light and on the wall in ketchup it says, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? <laughs> I don't know that one. <laughs> oh, really? That one's really great. It's uh, it's wait. Like are you a... sure it's not supposed to be orange? You glad I didn't say banana? Because I know that one. <laughs> no, it's is uh, that an urban legend? <laughs> it's like a my roommate <laughs> yeah, was murdered. Most urban legends start with knock knock, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knock knock. Who's there? The candy man. <laughs> <laughs> the Candyman who, Jeff? Jeff, the Candyman who? <laughs> You're already dead. Damn it. Also, you, we've said it three times now. Be careful. <laughs> he can't Two more you and we're if done. you don't say who's there. That's the rules. So you're safe oh. if you never say who's there. <laughs> oh, man, can we start an urban legend about that? Because that would be great. If there was, like, a, a knock-knock joke murder thing. Is yeah, that, that possible? Would be great. The Knock Knock Killer. Yeah, um, that sounds like a very bad but very popular uh, horror movie. Knock Knock, booze there. <laughs> Are you raising your booze? Wait, wait, is he a ghost? <laughs> yeah, he's a ghost sure. with a tie into Bud Light Lime. Yeah, he definitely a, scares you. He's a ghost with a six pack of Lime Arenas. <laughs> he's the ghost with the most, baby. Oh no! <laughs> this is marketing for the Beetlejuice sequel. <laughs> See, Jeff, you say you need money for an Xbox, but you have so many corporate tie-ins, I don't see how you don't already have that money. Oh, are they supposed to pay you for those? 
<laughs> Don't agree to anything, Jeff. <laughs> uh, Tim Burton just held a gun to my head and said, mention Beetlejuice 2 on the podcast or I kill you. <laughs> it's very aggressive marketing. <laughs> Is that slander or uh, the other one? It's definitely slander. <laughs> okay. Uh, this podcast is only for entertainment purposes and is not actually haunted by Tim Burton. <laughs> Wait, haunted by? Is he a ghost as well? Yeah, whenever you sell anything haunted on Craigslist or eBay, you have to make sure you specify that it isn't haunted. Oh, I thought you were trying to imply that Tim Burton has been a ghost all along. <laughs> and we just didn't well. realize it until now. And I was like, oh, it makes so much sense. Everything's in a place. I don't remember ever seeing Tim Burton having a conversation with anyone other than Helena Bonham Carter. If he was a ghost, he would have noticed by now and would never stop bragging about it. <laughs> I don't know that he doesn't know he's a ghost. I guess that is the plot of the movie that we're all hilariously spoofing. <laughs> what letter is going to become a two in the logo for Beetlejuice Two? Hmm. I think they should. I think they should really just like go balls out with it and make like the T into a two. Like we're not even <laughs> trying. That could, be the sub- that could be the subtitle of the movie, Beetlejuice 2, colon, we're not even trying. <laughs> Beetlejuice. Is that any good? I guess it would have to be Beetlejuice, and then Threedlejuice is obvious. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they make all these movies just because they already have the title. <laughs> and then beat fast, beat furious when they get they r- circle back around. Yep. Beetlejuice, Beetletooth, for <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Are you gonna make this into a Beetlejuice Transformers crossover? Two Beetle, Beetletooth Formers, Rise of Extinction. I'm so I'm still upset that Transformer Age of Ext- Transformers Age of Extinction didn't have the middle the F in Transformers transform into a four. It should just be in there, right? Like transform. So just yeah, transfers. but they didn't do that even on like the teaser posters or like the logo reveal. At no point mm. did they make the Transformers joke. It's right there. Yeah. Well, I've always said we can work better and cheaper with less coke than Michael Bay. <laughs> we even got five Final Destination. <laughs> the F became a five for Final Destination no, Five. Don't and, tell me these things. And Jeff, <laughs> it's real. And Jeff, when you say we got that, you mean that the three of us lobbied hard for that. Yes. So, we got so many signatures on that. I petition. mean that we we as a society were enriched by this happening. Yeah, so uh any graphic design companies out there looking to hire us for their marketing team, we are responsible for five null destination. And also Fival goes west, the fifth one? The the hardcore porno? Five null goes west. Oh no wait, sorry, the hardcore porno was not Fival Goes West a triple X parody. <laughs> I'm trying to think wait, of how you on. could make <laughs> Fival Goes West into something uh, that hints that it's I'm a porno. Alright. Uh Fival Some American Tale. Uh, oh, that's not bad. Fievel, I mean, it's very bad, but it's also not terrible. Fival Goes Deep? Is that any good? Oh, that's the oh, sequel. Fievel, hold on, duh, Fival Goes Breast. <laughs> Does he have a sex change operation? <laughs> no, it doesn't have to make sense, but one of the words rhymed with a body part. How did we not think of that immediately? No, that's a terrible one, because it doesn't make any sense. 
Uh, Five old nose breast. <laughs> Is this a bow nose football parody as well? Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh man. man. Is that uh, is that the show? I guess so. Could we just call it Nipple Goes West? <laughs> Nipple goes breast, and then it just doesn't have to make any sense at all. It's not even a mouse. <laughs> it, doesn't, oh, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is a porno that's just one static picture and nothing happens in it. <laughs> Look, boobs. Do you get it? Do you get it yet? Wait, no, not boobs. It's just a oh, boob. Sorry, it's only right. nipple. It's not nipples. Yeah, you don't get to see both until the sequel. Come on. Yep. <laughs> we got to make some money here. <laughs> and then it's called Nip Tools Goes West. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I was drinking water, and I almost spat it out on my computer. <laughs> oh, you're stupid as hell. <laughs> Graphic design. Well, on the topic of graphic design, we came up with plenty of ideas that someone could graphic design for us. <laughs> but please, but please don't. No, send it. Send send it to me. DM it to me at Kamikaze Pilot. Oh no! That's... All of your five porn parodies. <laughs> oh no! I will look at those in your private time. <laughs> in my five net time. No, got nothing. Nope. I'm uh, I'm googling the phrase "five porn parody." Oh, oh no! Don't don't do it. All right, so if you enjoyed this episode anywhere near as much as we clearly did, because I'm still crying from laughing, uh, then please tell your friends and make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, and if you want to get in touch with us, uh, you can find us on Twitter at Seeing Reddit, or me personally, I'm Matt, and you can find me at Kamikaze Pilot. I'm Jeff, you can find me at J3FK or Funtimes.online. Luckily, there are no uh, five-hole porn parodies. I mean, there's plenty of gross things from Tumblr, but that's it. Hooray. All right, we can uh, work uh, without any competition. Say your uh, your thing. Oh, I thought you were still going. Did you not mention... No. Did you say weaponized language? Uh, I said funtimes.online. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, there you can find my other podcast, Creepypodsta. Uh, and by the time this comes out, I will have posted an episode with uh, Candle Cove author Chris Straub as the guest. Ooh, Yay. Nice. Uh, so go listen to that. That'll be fun. Uh, I'm Louisa, and you can find me on Twitter at Heronbird, and you can <laughs> email me if you want at louisa.funtimes.online. No, no, Louisa no, at funtimes.online. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> cool. Alrighty, guys. Well, thank you very much for coming by, and uh, make sure to come come again next time, and we will see you next Tuesday. Don't read the comments. Hell, Hydra. <laughs> we did it! Hey, I just met you.
turn into the Red Hulk every time he's on screen. I know that they haven't set that up at all, and so that would be a really weird thing to happen, but it would be amazing if he was just in the middle of, like, we're going to put you under some kind of control now, and, and then suddenly just started pu- punching through the wall. I expected that to happen because of Black Widow's line <laughs> where she says, it's a shame we don't have a Hulk on our team. Yeah, right? That would have been so good. I thought they were going to, I thought that at that point, General Ross was going to walk in and be like, not yet you don't. Smash (laughs) cut to him smashing a city. No, Jeff, you cannot have the smash cut there, though. He has to say, not yet you don't, and then take off and carefully fold all of his clothes and then turn into the Incredible Hulk. (laughs) Oh, I hate it. No, it'd be great. Also, why doesn't he have a mustache when he's the Red Hulk? (laughs) Uh, Because Jeff Loeb is a bad writer. Oh, that would be great if he did, Wouldn't though. Wouldn't it be great? It would be so good! Maybe like, he will. Although, would that infringe on the copyright of Inside Out? <laughs> when they revealed in the comics that that's who the Red Hulk was, they should have just had him not have a mustache. But they were like, no one's gonna recognize that it's, that it's General Ross if we take away yeah. his mustache. He but has... they'll know that it's him if we give the Red Hulk a mustache. This is a character with two traits, and one of them is mustache, and the other one is general. His name is basically General Mustache. 